Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to another fabulous episode of Blighty Day Fiance. I mean, it might not be fabulous. We'll try. I'm calling it ahead of time. <laughs> it's going to be fab. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. The the bulldog, as per usual, is... Just stepped on one of the ands and nearly caused a cable crisis. Is sewing crises... My name is Michelle. I'm Robin. Hello. We are a married couple mm-hmm. residing in the UK, and we have the audacity to believe that we can weigh in on uh, programs, reality programs, to do with uh, dating and love. And I like the, the way suit. Not to make things. you self conscious, I like the way you say program. <laughs> say it again. Program. Not program. No, I I stopped saying it that way. It's it's not it's not a conscious um affectation, program. but it's good. Now I've made you Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's nice. It's yeah. Good. Well there you go. It's different. Unusual. It is nice. It is nice. It's different. <laughs> um Right, good. Um, we're doing a mega cast, right? It's a mega cast. We're doing an omnibus. Oh, right, fine. I'm calling it a mega cast. Okay. Um, and we're Let gonna... us know which one you prefer. I think <laughs> omnibus is going to be the winner. Omnibus feels very kind of like Victorian. That's why people like it. Oh, right. Okay. That's a traditional kind of British thing. But we're not doing the British show today. We're doing the one which is where they go to other places in yep. it, and then the one where it's like before the one. Yep. So we're doing Toe <laughs> today and Before the 90. If you haven't watched either of those yet, I recommend you do. Surely by this time you have. Yeah, I'd have thought so. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so a bit of a catch-up. We haven't covered either of them for a little while. So it's a kind of state of the nation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Is the nation strong? Um, I think so. I think the shows are good. I think broadly speaking, the shows are good. The shows are good. I'll tell you what, The relationships though. are not strong. The state of the unions... <laughs> no, the state of the unions, I'm not sure about. No, no. There's a there's a couple of duds, there's a couple of DOAs, as is customary, but how do you feel about there being three franchises on simultaneously? Because I'm finding that difficult to adjust to. <laughs> I can't remember who yeah, is on what show no, no, without no. prompting well i've got no idea and they're mixing it up as well like two of the storylines on i want to say before but again i couldn't tell you which shows which before the 90 yeah could be on 90 to fuck nice, yep. nice day fiance uk yeah right no reason why, yeah. they're, why they're on before in any way um yeah because 90 day fiance uk doesn't hold itself like to the six month fiance visa. Anyway, it's 180 days here. Um, right. Right. So, and they're all quite. Which bef- arguably is not as good a title. <laughs> 180 day fiance. I don't know, dude. I mean, it just found, sounds bigger and better to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, the sequel should have been 91 day fiance, 92 day fiance, 93 day fiance. That's what all the franchises should just be numbered. Because it's quite rare now in the 90-day universe that you actually have a 90-day situation on any of the shows. I think the sequels should have titles like 90-day. Now, I know they have Pillow Talks, Strikes Back or whatever, something like that. But I think the franchises should be like 90-day, The Revenge. 90 Days of Thunder. Yeah. (laughs) That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Independence 90 Day. Speaking of Thunder, um, our thoughts are with uh, Hawaiians and those of you with loved ones in Hawaii. My Yeah, we ain't even just saying that. No, my oldest like, genuinely, and dearest um, friend just moved um, from Lahaina to Idaho earlier this summer and her entire neighborhood her entire suburb has been destroyed it's absolutely heartbreaking yeah it's not just that personal connection it's like this is hmm. you see wildfires Mm -hmm. right happening in places that yes people live but broadly when it happens it happens in the places between where people live this is full-on urban hellscape and it's, it, I have to say, it's it's genuinely shocked me. Um, it's it's brutal, and the combination of that with hurricane winds fanning it, it's it's just like someone up there that has got a sick sense of humour. It's awful, really awful. Yeah. 
Right. And in times like these, it's really important to ground ourselves in the things that we are grateful for and Mm -hmm. that we feel so lucky uh, to have in our lives, not just things, but people. Thank you to everyone who's supporting us on our Patreon. We are really excited about getting more content out to you soon in the coming weeks. Huge, huge thank you to Cousin Dan. Mm-hmm. Our producer, and also a big warm welcome to Peggy Ann, who is coming on as our uh, social media director. Welcome, Peggy Ann. Finally, someone wonderful and talented to do that stuff that I'm too old for. I freely admit it. Social yeah. is a passive activity for me i i realized that quite a long time ago i'll look but i won't touch well it probably should be for me because <laughs> i have become that bitch that says something and i probably shouldn't be that's the thing i know i can't keep my mouth shut i could be a bit naughty i could be naughty on this you don't want to give me that kind of outlook i'm awful. on next door <laughs> lecturing people yeah yeah i'm on I complained um, about someone on X the other day. I don't often do this kind of thing, but there was a post basically pretending that someone had died with a gif of people celebrating, right? And this person hadn't died, right? So no one was celebrating. I won't say what it was. Um, And I was like, that's not okay, right? And apparently that is fine. That is completely fine to say someone has died and have a gift of people passing in the street. Get out of here. For real. Like, ugh. Anyway, um, Peggy Ann doesn't have to deal with that from you lot. You're lovely. Thank you also to everyone who's reached out to me during this difficult time. Today, in fact, is a difficult day for reasons that I don't especially want to go into. Um, and thank you for respecting my not wanting to turn this into a sob cast. Uh, it really does mean a lot to me. Um, look, I know that there is a lot of false information and a lot of ignorant things being said in particular about, um, certain cast members who are neurodiverse that narrows it down to two. Um, <laughs> well, you know that we know that. Well, yeah, exactly that we know of. Yeah, I I take it really personally when uh, people are cruel to those cast members based on traits that I know are not within their immediate ability to control and it really upsets me and what, what's most upsetting let's let's start with them both right okay let's start with them both um the most upsetting thing is when and again this follows on from us talking about social when people go uh that's not authentic that's not how that um manifests itself right it's like wow and this is usually from people who have no experience of, but like, I don't know. They seem to have an idea. Like, it's it's a little bit like um, <laughs> when people went, well, you can't be autistic because you're not good at maths because they seem Rain Man <laughs> or yeah. something. And it's like, oh, fuck off. Well, here's the thing. I, I want people to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I want people who don't know anything about it to ask questions. And I said 
uh, I said as much in our Facebook group, and that is very much my position. Mm. I will never, ever, if you want to ask me a question, I'm never going to shame you as long as you come to me respectfully. Um, and a lot of people are saying, well, this is ADHD. I have, the, the worst for me is I have ADHD or my friend has ADHD or I, I have autism or my friend ha- has autism and I've never made a poor decision in my entire life. Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. Congrats. Brilliant. Becky. Good, good for you. I'm so glad that your neurodiversity has only brought sunshine and laughter into your life and has not impeded your ability to relate to others or to hold down a job in any way that's fantastic for you well done hooray yeah oh also you get a medal for saying i'm i'm adhd or i'm autistic and i can't stand that person yeah, that's nice. They, they make me look bad. They make us look bad. Thank you for speaking on everyone's behalf, too. You know what it comes down to, Robin, honestly? And this is the last I'm going to say on the matter because I really need to just keep my side of the street clean and not fight other people's battles. Sure. And I know that there's a line between advocating in a useful way and in mm-hmm. a way that uplifts people and, and makes people feel heard and validated and seen and just wrestling in the mud, which I'm not interested in mm-hmm. or shouldn't be interested in. Same Stop more. being gross. Um, I think a lot of women especially are threatened, triggered, upset by another woman who in their perception is being favored or excused, and I'm using quote marks there, or celebrated for saying whatever they think at the moment that they're thinking it. I think there's a huge culture of shame around women's thoughts, feelings, preferences things that they like Mm -hmm. and rather than rather than going oh i I disagree with her or i don't like what she has to say or my opinion is this their response is to go well she's weird i don't like her Mm -hmm. she's a sex tourist Mm -hmm. she's a bully she's a now that's not to say that all of her behaviors are socially acceptable. We're talking about Stadler, right? Yeah. Now we're talking about Stadler. Right. Okay. Right. But saying that something is an excuse and saying that something is an explanation are two very different things. I came up with an analogy the other day. And sometimes I say things that I think are not okay. And we kind of go, mm, could I say that? Because look, sometimes I talk about things that I don't have experience of, right? But as an outsider, I like this analogy. And anyone can tell me why it's a terrible analogy, right? <sighs> when you were talking about the excuse thing, right? Mm-hmm. That her neurodiver- neurodiversity is an excuse for bad behavior, right? And when women say that in particular, it does make me wonder, as a man on the outside, isn't this exactly the same thing as when men say to women, 
I don't care if you're on your period, you can still control what you say and your actions. And so you're acting like a complete monster. And I would just say like, other women say that too. Fine. Yeah. But what woman hasn't had that said to her by usually a man at some point, right? Yeah. Right? And it's like, fuck you, fuck you. The chemistry in my brain, my whole body is doing this at the moment. I might not like it either, but it is the way it is, right? And don't turn that into I'm choosing to be whatever, you know, pejorative term is used against women for one week out of every fucking four, right? So as a woman... And you, people who menstruate. By all means, yeah. absolutely. So as a person who menstruates, you know, if you found, like, you will have experienced this. I don't know anyone who hasn't experienced that at some point. People telling them that we should all have control over ourselves at all times you know like everything we do is a choice nothing in our lives is down to our physiognomy our our the way we were raised our environment our culture all of the everything's a choice everything's a choice nothing is ever out of our hands right and, and it's absolute bullshit and the reason i bring that up is not to sort of you know in a demeaning oh as a man listen women it's just like come on guys you've fucking been through this you've been through this it's but, not okay but i think that's why they do it i think it's internalized misogyny in part and i think it's internalized shame that comes from the attitude of well this is an invisible disability if you don't identify it as a disability that's fine it's legally identified as a an, as a disability here in the uk so that's why i'm using that word it's only a dis i would argue it's only a disability because the world has not been built for people like that it's no better or worse it's just you know us kind of neurotypical people are incredibly lucky that the whole world has been built to accommodate us <laughs> and that's why people who are neurodiverse have a disability because the world hasn't been built for them in any way but that's it's just through chance and i would suggest wrong and now that as we're aware of these things we absolutely need to make accommodations for that because nothing is right and nothing is wrong it's just different right and just to finish my thought mm. if i can of course there's there's shame about having an invisible difference that isn't validated by the outside world right so i think that many neurodivergent women haven't been validated, have been told or have chosen to believe that this is a moral failing of theirs to overcome, much similar to mental illness, to depression, right? Absolutely. Why can't you choose better thoughts? Yeah. You know? Why, why do you have to be a victim? Yeah. Why do you have to have that victim mentality? Why are you dwelling on all of that when yeah. you have all of this? Why don't you just take, why don't you just literally like go spend some time outside and be among nature and you'll just feel so much better. It'll just go away. It works for me. It works for me all the time. Yeah. I've been sad once, <laughs> you know? Great, great, yeah, great for those great, people. Great, great, But just, just think. Think before you have a discussion like that. Think before you start equating the word 
excuse with the word explanation. And think about, is Stadler really getting a pass from anyone? Because I think she's getting dragged harder than male cast members who aren't neurodivergent. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Or even some female. I mean, she is putting up with the kind of shit that other cast members don't put up with, but no one accuses them of of being... Well, they might say their behaviour is bad. So, for example, right, she's in a caravan... Good God. <coughs> she's in a caravan with no functioning toilet, basically, having to wash in cold water. Mm-hmm. Right, and meanwhile, we've got What's-Her-Name over in India. <laughs> yeah. who has got her own toilet issues, right? But... Uh, although... I'm, I'm, remind me of her name. I'm so Kimberly. sorry. Kimberly, right. Although, like, the way she's sort of addressing those things is, isn't is great, um, the fact that she has those things to address isn't questioned, right? Her manner right. is questioned, but the issues are, are, are questioned. Whereas Statler, for some weird reason, should be completely okay with absolutely everything. And, and, and I don't understand. It, the difference being the one is nice and the other one isn't very nice. And you know what? Nice guys finish last, I guess. I, it's real easy to pick on people who are well-meaning. <laughs> it's really easy to pick on people who, again, don't have that built-in filter. Now, is that does that make her behavior healthy? No, it doesn't. No. Does that mean that she doesn't have maladaptive coping mechanisms? Absolutely not. But you know what the real difference is between, and there's there's all this, if she was a man, da-da-da, if she was a man, da-da-da, if she was a man, no one would question her diagnosis. If she was a man, yeah. no one would, That's true. no one would say, she doesn't have a stomach parasite. I had a stomach parasite once and it didn't have that effect on me. Yeah. My diarrhea when I had a stomach <laughs> paradise, you know, was green why isn't hers green why isn't she showing it to us in a cup seriously <laughs> oh, i no. want proof i don't believe it yeah, yeah 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 men are just believed right away because because well, neurodiversity they... presents like you said in <laughs> it presents differently in Completely men it was different. frequently diagnosed you know yeah i mean i ask every one of you to think about you know how many people you have met in your life who are autistic and how many of them were men and how many of them were women because it's diagnosed in men because it looks often very very different it's much easier to spot sure in men which is why they look for it in boys in particular and young boys they don't give a shit about women like oh it's a bit harder to see and also they're women so who really cares right they you know they're just uppity and problematic right um yeah, Statler to me is like a clap, you know, to the extent that I've learned some stuff about this, a, a classic case of everything that I know. What I will say, and again, not to take that Rain Man analogy too far because it's really reductive, she is glorious. She is wonderful. Like the things that maybe, you know, are wanting in her are more than compensated for, I would suggest, by her humour, her warmth, her unrelenting givingness, which I just think is so beautiful and wonderful. Here's the thing. Is she really in love? She feels she is. She feels she is. Now, we might think differently about it, but again, I'm not going to question someone's feelings. And 
I think like the the little scavenger hunt thing with the roses. Yeah. I thought that was unbelievably romantic. Like and it, and, and and creative, right? Because how many times have we seen people put fucking rose petals on a bed? Right? She goes and plants the individual stems through a field. It's magical. Sure, I. So I, I'm not going to question her doing that. Like, is she really in love? Well, she thinks she is, and that's up to her. I wouldn't. I I personally wouldn't take it that far. I think I think love bombing creates problems. I know. I think the lack of. All right, it's so not this, gonna anyway. work. It's not gonna. It's, here's the point. It won't get her what she wants. But is she expressing her feelings? Like showing exactly how she feels? Yeah. Yeah, don't question that, is all I'm saying. I think that's a fair point. And I think that uh, we should move on. Um, I just want to say she is the most delightful person who has ever been on any of these shows. And I thrill to see her. She makes me very, very happy. I'm sad that she probably isn't going to get the happiness that I think she deserves. But she is only good. I've never seen the slightest bit of negativity or malice from her in any way. And for me, that makes her A-OK. Yeah, and get out of here with that sex tourist bullshit she's been interested in two women from the uk we we <laughs> that's you know what i don't uh, let's not even i've had two american wives you've had two british husbands <laughs> yeah this, this is not I particularly guess that un- makes me a sex we have tourist. a common language for god's sake it's that is so normal and also, I'm pretty sure that those aren't the only two relationships Statler's ever been in. But let's slut shame her, shall we, for having slept with more than two people. Well, that's the other thing, right? There's, <laughs> a, again, it's projection. You might want to process that. If she annoys you that much, if you're upset that, and you think that she's given some kind of pass or privilege that that you don't have, I'm not talking to you. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Karens and Beckys and yeah. and all them. Um, and if that if it makes you feel better to to say those things, just don't say them to me. So these shows have given us a glimpse of what happens when uh, neurodiverse people are taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Shall we move on? Yeah, you want to talk about Cleo and. Christian? Yeah, because look, I don't particularly think that Dempsey has taken advantage of Statler. I think she's led her on um, because I think it's been pretty clear that there's been an imbalance and she hasn't had the courage to say so. So she's waiting for Statler to shoot herself in the foot, which is really sad. It's different with Cleo. She has absolutely been taken advantage of. And, and this is a life lesson. When you come at Statler, what you're saying is, why can't you be more like Cleo? Yeah. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's what you want, is it, for people with disabilities? You want them to suffer like Cleo. Have a think. Yeah, you want them to be demure. You want them to be... Apologetic and desperate. Yeah. And... And that's that's the main thing. You know, you want them to hide. So good. So that you can feel better about yourself. Yep. 
And that's the whole attitude with Cleo. Oh, why can't she be in a busy bar? She's such a f- killjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. <sighs> um, listen, I don't, I don't think that my opinions about Christian and Cleo are in any way controversial. I'm glad that she has people in her life yeah. who have a vested interest in her well-being. Um, it makes me sad that she's at a stage where she feels that she has to apologize for who she is constantly. Um well, this is what we do to people that are different. Yeah. We make them feel that being different was their fault and they could have tried harder somehow. Do he, you think... He is worse than Caleb by quite some distance. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Does this mean we have to start being nice about Scottish people? <sighs> I don't know that being Scottish is a disability. But it is a difference. I know. Is it a choice? <laughs> <laughs> I d- maybe it's maybe it's just about you know I mean I'm of what what about people that transition to being Scottish? For me, it's that I'm of Scottish ancestry, <laughs> right? Like I mean, God. many many generations uh. back. Why are you doing that? <laughs> many many generations back, I'm I, I'm of Scottish descent some, on, on one side. Some right? of my best friends are Scottish. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I don't act like some Scottish people do. Right. So when they do it, when they make a choice that I disagree with, it makes me feel like they should be Scottish in the way that I'm Scottish. Yeah. Which is to not say, at all. not at all. <laughs> oh, you know, we're just clowning on y'all. We're only doing this because, like, two people have got a Scottish bee in their Scot in their Scotch bonnet. In their Scotch bonnets. Yeah. Um, I, I love Scottish people and I love Scotland. I truly do. That's not even Same. a lie. That's not even a lie. That's the funniest part. The of, funniest of part of all of this. Anyway, yeah. yeah look, Christian. Christian, uh, your hair's thinning. You dye it dark. Thinning is any reputable hairdresser would tell you that if you're a man and you're dyeing your hair to cover the gray, you need to go two shades lighter than your natural hair color. Otherwise, it looks like it does on Christian. Yeah, I mean it. It it it's horrific. And like, I I thought. It's quite weird. Like, men look more like that in the 70s. But this is the whole thing for him. Like, he wants to look like a man out of time. And his whole behaviour, I I would suggest, actually, is the behaviour of a man from, like, 50 years ago. Um, You know, he doesn't seem to have evolved in any way. What has clearly happened, look, I'll just call it, wouldn't I look cool if I demonstrated to all of my friends that I'm so open-minded that I will have a relationship with a trans woman, aren't I magnificent? Which is exactly what Caleb did with, you know, a smaller person. Um, And, you know, that's, oh, isn't that amazing? But then it's like, but don't actually tell my friends. And I'm not, like, she can't actually take her clothes off or anything. What I'm pretty sure has happened here... And forgive me if I'm overstepping, he let her blow him. And for that, he gets a prize for being so right on and liberal. Well done, well done. But, like, to that point and no further. And it is 
really, really alarming. It's a bit crying game, if I'm honest. It's not okay. It's just not, it's not okay. It's horrible. Yeah. Really horrible. Really, like, um, among the worst behavior we've ever seen on any of these shows. By the way, if you've not seen The Crying Game, it it's not like a life-affirming... It's not for these times, I'll say it, that. It, it, well, it's not for any times. Yeah. It's pretty demeaning and yeah, yeah, yeah. degrading, but yeah. Well, I mean, and I would argue that's exactly the kind of behavior that he's been yeah, exhibiting. Right? No, Th- that's those fair. kind of attitudes is like, oh, you're attractive and everything, but oh, horror. <laughs> like it's a horror. And he seems horrified by her body. And I just, my heart bleeds for her. It shouldn't happen. And he's lied to her that, you know, I do accept you. And and and, and not to, why should anyone even have to be accepted? Christ, most people don't go through their lives going, oh, will you accept me? We just get on with our lives, you know. But seeing as how she's been pushed into the position where someone giving her a moment of their time is like some kind of a fucking gift to then withdraw that gift is ugh, so awful so awful it's pretty foul it's pretty foul and also the idea christian is like wow wow i have so much to handle with her being autistic and transgender yeah. that's such a uh, that's such a heavy weight for me to carry which of these things were kept from him and and I would argue, what has he done in any way to accommodate them? In any way? Nothing that I've Nothing seen. at all. Nothing at all. Awful. He's so gross. It, it, it's almost like he's a character that somebody's written. You know, it, it's like someone went back to, like, whenever American Pie was made and mm-hmm. was like, come on, give me your worst. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> No, no. Let's make someone who is like worse than this, yeah, yeah. and let's bring them. Actually, you might like that movie because it's a fish out of water thing. Let's let's bring a character from <laughs> yeah. a '90s teen movie who, or a stereotype, I should say, or an archetype from a '90s teen movie into the present day. Into and the see present how... day, but they're not grown up at all. Yeah, the problem with that is. That is exactly the sort of film that, you know, MAGA hat wearing types would love to be made. Well, maybe they, maybe we Look could... how impossible it is to live in a sl- snowflake culture. That That's all that would be, and I'm not here for that. No, but I think you can do some very subversive things with that. You can cause someone to, you can be provocative and cause someone to question their biases. I get now we haven't seen Barbie yet, and I'm, that's... I'm led to believe these. The, 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 yeah, I was going to cite Barbie. I'm led to believe that's kind of what that is. Well, we are going to see it. The yeah. only reason we haven't seen it yet is because I want to do a service to the world and stop one more white heterosexual man from commenting on the film. <laughs> With all due, I love you, but I wow. whatever your opinion is of it, wow. you you can keep to yourself. Wow, it's okay to have thoughts. That's all right. You you know what, ladies, you can have this one. As a man, that's my gift to you. Totes hilaire. Totes hilaire. Um, 
we don't want to go into massive detail about everyone. A, a mega cast will sink, frankly, under the yeah, weight of sure all that. Yeah, we sure have. All right, here's people we don't need to talk about. David and Sheila, right. uh, massive condolences. I don't have anything to add to that apart from... Uh, that it's horrific. She has my deepest, deepest sympathies. She and her family and her whole community. Um, David as well. I think giving her space was the right thing to do and following her lead on that is the right thing to do. I wish production had handled it differently. I'm... Oh, I have my own thoughts about what I wish production had done regarding the integrity of that building and whether or not it was suitable for large numbers of people carrying heavy equipment. But that, that's just my own questions that I will never ask. I and I'm not asking about... here either. Right. I, I respect that. We don't, we don't have to go inside baseball on that, nope. but we probably will on the Patreon at, at some later stage. Because hmm. people might want to know about risk assessments and how those... Things are normally can't get my head around it. Is all I'm mitigated saying. against. Can't, Same. Can't get my head around how um, a production manager ever signed that risk assessment. Misha, Misha, Misha. Are you too emotional, Misha? I will change. You are I, sad, Misha. Misha, I I love the the way you uh breathe in and out that is the unique and remarkable thing about you misha i haven't <laughs> i haven't noticed anything about you in any oh, your laugh misha you have a laugh so i love you ha 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 what do you think about these two do you think they can work it out <laughs> i thought you were going to th- um yeah i think she'll probably just take it it's really sad there is Underneath this being a comedic thing, there is some level of... I don't want to get serious with it, because it is a comedic storyline, right? But there is some major trauma there that means that she would continue to subject herself to it and is willing to risk subjecting um, like her, her daughters... Daughters? Two daughters? Yeah. Two to daughters. it as well. It's actually fucking terrifying, and I don't understand it. Um I, I just don't see what she sees in him in any way. I don't see what she ever saw in him from his messages. I mean, unless they just talked about the Bible. I don't get it. I don't. But I'm not supposed to get it. It's a comedy storyline, right? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm so perplexed by it. I, I've never known a relationship in the history of this series that is so completely beyond explanation. Yeah. I sort of get... It's not just that he is significantly less attractive than her. That I'm fine with. I, I, I could even handle him being like less charismatic or funny or charming or intelligent than her. But the gulf in those things is so outrageous I, t- I don't get it what does she get from this well maybe it's just maybe it's simply that maybe it is that by comparison like if if she was dating a Zied for example mm. you know like someone who didn't have the economic advantage but was 
kind and loving and confident eager to help yeah. and knew himself knew himself and you know demonstrated his his love in is unique it, ways is it just that by by signing up for her disappointment by being fully aware of the scope and scale of her disappointment she cannot be disappointed like if you choose to eat the shit burger you don't get upset when your burger has shit in it maybe that's maybe robin the definition of courage to paraphrase harper lee is knowing why'd you flinch because it's got personal resonance please yeah yeah <laughs> maybe the definition of courage is knowing that you're already beat and seeing it through to the end anyway. Maybe she's being brave. Sure. Um, Gino and Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine. Building memories. It's like uh, the opening sequence to a 1980s sitcom. <laughs> you can imagine it with like VHS kind of fuzzy effects. They're on their bike, going around... She's telling him that she fakes her orgasms. That kind of good time. No, she was joking. I know. Ha 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 ha. She's not joking. No. <laughs> um, where are we with them at the moment? What's going on there? I can't even she remember. We go peed, back and forwards. She has peed oh, on yes. him. She has peed in on him. a jacuzzi. What really blew me away with all this is like the degree to which Gino is now okay with this. I think he's always been okay with it he plays along with it now and he i don't really he used i cannot can you imagine gino from a couple of shots back being okay with it being known on tv that he'd been peed on cousin dan help us out here <laughs> cousin dan has often explained um various sexual kinks to me that i don't understand not necessarily from their personal experience right. but and often against my will um what the the sexual dynamics are between two people so i'd be interested cousin to dan's know what like cousin a dan walking talking urban dictionary yeah but but more than that i think i think they are more um perhaps aware of of these things than I am. I'm I'm quite vanilla, I think it's safe to say, in my preferences. Um, I, I am not going to come for anyone that wants to be peed on or wants to pee on. That is A-okay. No, I've peed on someone. Great. Um, However. Not, not in a jacuzzi. Yeah. I, all right, I'm going to call it. I do not think it's okay to pee on someone outside of your own home. That's a line for me. No maid should have to clean that up. Yeah. Right? So that's a line. Also, was the did the jacuzzi have water in it at the time? Were there other people in the jacuzzi? I think it must be like the, the kind of spa bath in their own room. Were they alone? I don't know. <laughs> Did it bubble back? 
Was it in full bubble? Was the pee <laughs> splashing up and going everywhere? That's what I would, that's, that's what I want to know. Did he revel in it? How much of the bath was full of pee by the end of it? Yeah, that's what I, I, look, I don't want to know. I just have questions. Yeah. I have questions that I don't want to know the answers to. And I'm not sex shaming, kink shaming. We're very sex positive here. The only um, reason it's of I, interest I is because I just something that I don't understand. I just can't see that Gino is into this. Having said all of that, having said all of that, he does seem to have taken to all of the kink stuff like a duck to pee water. Do you not think? Yeah. He seemed to like the whips. He seemed to like the ball gag. It seemed to do it for him. So maybe that's all it took. Maybe maybe Jasmine called it, right? When she was there with her girlfriends and they were kind of, you know, trading butt plugs with each other and going this. And, and we watched that and we went, oh God, this is going to go so badly. But maybe this is exactly what was required to activate Gino. It's just like a fairy tale. It's really beautiful. In a way, it's like Beauty and the Beast. I was thinking I it's think more like Cinderella. Has... I think it's it's like, who is this butt plug going to fit? Whose butthole does this plug belong to? It's like a glass butt plug. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and... She found the right size. Gino has turned from a pumpkin into a... a carriage horse i guess it's lovely it's lovely i'm so pleased for them i'm so it's pleased nice for that them. they're getting along um let's talk about amanda and rosvon <sighs> okay i have nothing to say beyond <laughs> beyond what everyone screamed at their tvs every time she's on i didn't think i'd feel bad for rosvon and i do now his friend is a queen. Um, that bikini was a lot. Um, the only reason I say that is I think for meeting someone the first time, it's punchy. I felt that was a punchy attack. I, I feel that she wanted to provoke Amanda. You right? know what, though? We forget. Yeah. Because it was not so, so long ago that I was on a beach in Europe and you, you forget that people, not Eastern Europe grant you, but, um, sure. people in Riviera is the Riviera, right? People in general are, uh, pretty free with letting things all hang out. We're the ones that are covered up all the time. Oh no, but this is what I'm saying. Like there is a certain kind, Oh my God, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Oh, boy. Can I? Can I do it? Mm, I think if you have to ask the question, then you've already answered it. <laughs> uh, yeah, look. Um, look. That's, <sighs> this sucks. Rosvan seems like a really nice guy. Really nice guy. Wants to be there for her. Wants to be there for her kids. Yeah. It's, he's done absolutely nothing wrong at any point whatsoever. I totally misjudged him. Yep. I completely misjudged him. I do think that he's a trust fund kid, though. I do think that, I mean, clearly his friends seem very... I think he comes... I don't think he's ever been in a position in his life where he wasn't the one above. Does that make sense? 
I think there's money there. And this has come as a massive surprise to him. Essentially being, and this is American exceptionalism writ like I've never seen it on this scale before. But like this is a guy who is clearly spent his life feeling a little bit like one of the elite, right? But he's just been reduced to Borat by an entitled American. That's that's how it looks. That is a strong take. That's um, how it looks. Tyree. Nothing to say. <laughs> Beyond, if you wanted to meet this woman, I'm pretty sure that 150 bucks will get you there. Uh, I wouldn't want to put a price on it. Um, but if she is indeed a sex worker, I imagine that she would be um up for up for a meet up for a meet i don't i think you probably would need to pay her in cash though i'm not sure the kind of candle that you give your godmother (laughs) will substitute no probably not presumably someone in production um found the currency which will facilitate that kind of meeting I don't, again, I don't know what this is. It it just, it feels, the Ty Ray thing feels distinctly <laughs> Todd Solon's to me. Like, making you look at the saddest iteration of human loneliness that you could possibly imagine. Yeah, it, it's gone Beyond that, though, to the point where it's almost Ari Aster. It's it's the point at which a person's complete tragedy becomes the only thing they have left, and they actually start to wield it as a weapon. And I no longer look at him as the sad ukulele man, and now I'm looking at him as the creepy monster made of tragedy who crawls up from the gutter it's 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 odd it's really odd he is no longer sympathetic to me it's become quite confusing quite uh, confronting it's, it's become very confronting very confronting um and finally to round out <laughs> his sisters are loving it though <laughs> to round out b90 well yeah. it's probably the most quality time that they've Never spent with the brother of fucking hell. This is like the levels of tragedy just get worse. No, but that's what I'm saying. You know, like they, he's been, to me, the saddest thing is that he's been a caretaker to his mother and presumably they, you know, were not able to do that for any significant length of time. What I will say though is, and I'm sort of repeating myself, but before I looked at him as, you're a good looking, quite funny, kind, quite charming young man. Mm -hmm. Um, Being on TV will be good for you. Um, If nothing else, I was like, okay, you're humiliating yourself by agreeing to do this and that's fine. But uh, you know, this will be the making of you and a lot of people are going to want to date you after this. Now I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure now. I don't think there's anything but the tragedy. You know what? I thought that about Deontay, and he and Nicole are back together. Nicole Senior. Nicole Senior. Can we? Yeah. yeah. Let's clarify that Nicole Junior is. I don't think you can put her back together. You can't save her from that Viking burial. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Um, let's round this out yep. with 
your favorite couple and mine, uh-huh. Riley and Violet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, again, nothing to say beyond what everyone can say. Um, I quite like the way the show has started to punish him. I like the way that that um, tour guide <laughs> read him for absolute filth. Um, he's sitting there going, hey, um, Vietnamese poor person, let me give you a fancy whiskey and a cigar so I can show you how wonderful I am. And this guy's just like, yeah, you're a bit of a dick, aren't you? I love that. That was great. I enjoyed that scene. Um, Yeah, he's awful. He's awful. But again, like, this is all sort of a vice of how they can make this relationship work in some way. And I categorically don't want it to work in any way. I want him to continue. This happens on these shows sometimes. It's like... You watch these people behaving so badly, you want them to behave even worse so that eventually you hit a tipping point. Because sometimes people just take and take and take, right? This isn't... This the, tipping point needs to tip. It's it's not the... Now, uh, as you are aware, one of my closest friends is Vietnamese and mm. recently traveled to Vietnam and she's she's volunteered to come on the show uh to speak to uh shed some light on Vietnamese culture and whether it's been represented properly on the show so hopefully we we can find out more about that at some point what i don't understand is the way that this has been kind of litigated in in vietnam it's okay for a family to ask direct questions but it's not okay for if like it's kind of been framed in that way i would argue that anywhere in the world that is the case that someone who is a complete fucking stranger doesn't get to cross-examine your partner before they've even met them yeah like anyway, this isn't Vietnamese culture. This is just decent human behavior. Soz. Ugh, garbage. I think the the only time that that's acceptable, and I'm sure there are other ones that I that I'm not thinking of. Speaking from my own experience, mm-hmm. when I and I thought this was quite intense when I met the mother of um someone of a different faith to mine at that time. The first meeting with her, she asked me whether I wanted children. She asked me uh, whether I would be willing to convert to their religion. And Mm -hmm. she explained to me why it would, it would be important that I do. Yeah. But that's a family member. Right. It's a family member. That's what I'm saying. And similarly, I would imagine. So I'm saying these things are global and universal. This isn't some, Ooh, Vietnamese people are weird. That's normal. It's also, it's not like it, it's not like, uh, Riley for, here's another circumstance where I would understand maybe if there were questions, if Riley were disabled if he was terminally ill mm-hmm. or chronically ill in a way that would require uh, Violet to care for him, mm-hmm. I think that's a fair question for a friend to ask. Are you prepared to yeah. undertake this because this is what it's like? Yeah, in a in a polite way, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, just to speak out of concern, but not, but not. Why didn't you delete the dating app? Well, who gives a fuck? First of all, you don't know that she didn't. 
You're just going on his say on, so. On his say so. And again, we're relitigating the conversation everyone's had. I'm sure neither did he. <laughs> what a dummy! And also because you weren't together or married, like this. Ugh. And also because relationships are transactional to a degree, and maybe you need a backup. <laughs> because certainly this guy didn't work out. No. Right. Next. <laughs> right. And also he absolutely has a backup, if oh, if yeah. not oh, yeah. more than one. Oh. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, we're going over to the other way now. Um, we did the before. Kirsten and Julio, or as she calls him, Julio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go on, tell me what you think. I... I mean, for me, it's it's Jabri. It's, it's, my level of not giving a fuckness is on a Jabri level. I think he is dishonest. I think... There's not much behind the eyes. I don't think that he has any charm or charisma. Nope. I also think that the reason why everyone was so surprised to meet Kirsten is because he has at least one other girlfriend, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um and everyone's sort of, I think those reactions are genuine of like, what? You're what? I think those yeah, are. Yeah, it's being framed as why didn't he tell, it's because, well, because he's told you about loads of other women. And well, it's, it's because been seen last around week he, he brought someone else to the family barbecue. That's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, all of that would be fine were it not, and, and I would know how to feel about this storyline and would p- possibly even be engaged in it, were it not for the fact that I don't feel that she gives a fuck either. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't see it. I really don't. I think she looks like she might be a bit butthurt that the way this is going to air is going to cast her as a victim and that isn't what she signed up for. That to me is the disappointment that I see in her face. I don't, at no point have I heard what she finds attractive about him. And no point have I heard what he particularly finds attractive about her beyond, you know, she's blonde, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't, there's nothing there between them. So I don't feel that she cares because there's nothing there. There's absolutely no love. But what I will say is, you know, God, you come at Statler for, like, falling too hard too quick. Why she wants to live with this guy in the first place is completely beyond me. Well, because they already were 
living together. I yeah. think that's the the issue that they have a past allegedly. Yeah, sure, but they don't seem like this close couple who love each other. So no, I no. get it, and I'm getting tired just yep. talking about them. So we'll go we to actually, the next. Let's talk about Wayne. We, well, let me just reveal, and we do try not to do this. Like, if one of us starts reading, deeding, scrolling, I'm not reading, deeding. No, I'm no, 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 no. Episode I, description, so I can make sure we're talking about the right people. I wasn't talking about what you're doing right now at all. I was saying while we're watching the show, if one of us starts scrolling right the other one will go um come on let's watch this right yeah we have an (laughs) we have an exception in their case like the moment they come on the phones come out because neither one of us gives a fuck about them they're unwatchable wayne and holly wine wine go on um and holly excuse me i just hit my mic Uh, uh so not that i would ever act violently towards an innocent object he scares the shit out of me i'm just saying yeah yeah he scares the shit out of me this is this is another one i i can't get my head around Uh, at all and i don't know whose fault that is i don't know if it's the you know the line producer the the people who put the the story the story editor i don't understand it um she i don't want i don't want to be unkind uh no but she's a mess she is a a mess i'm concerned i don't know what her story is particularly that took her to that place but like she is dangling by threats right there is so much damage there's barely anything left there i mean literally like the ratty hair is the threads holding her from the abyss right yeah that's that's trauma hair (laughs) i don't know but like there is a pathetic pathetic fallacy thing going on there we've referred to that before like where the environment matches the (laughs) internal there is like it's right there for you it's right there on the screen um she and and he's taking full advantage what i will wonder is and look please if anyone's in south africa (sighs) i imagine there's quite a few people in south africa listening right now (laughs) i would i will just why is it that white south african men always come across a certain way in the media i have been exposed to let me put it that way right and 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 i've not known men i've known more white south african women than white south african men but white south african so i don't have personal experience this is all i'm asking i can't believe like everything in me tells me there is no such thing as people from this place are this, people from that place are that, because that's racist and it's not right. But I don't see anything else. And particularly on this show, they only ever have these kinds of white South African men. I would love to know if you are a white South African man and you watch this, whether you go, oh God, they're doing it again. Because fuck me. Maybe there's only one type of white South African man that wants to be on television. It's just or... weird, though. 
No, I hear what you're saying. And, and I think, and forgive me if I've said this before, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say, fuck him for calling black South Africans squatters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we never, we didn't cover that episode, did we? But no, like, we that didn't, told me but everything yep, I need to know. Exactly. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, in terms of, look, I don't, I don't care what she wears or doesn't wear, whether he approves of it or not, whether he is legitimately concerned about her or whether he thinks that other people will think that means she's fast or what I, I don't give a shit about any of that. I'm worried that she Look, has bruises guess, all over her arms. Yeah, I know. That's of some concern but to this me. this is what I'm saying. He actually scares me. Whereas, ah, I'm so bad with names. Egypt. Mahmoud. And Nicole. Yeah. 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 It's the same. We, we've just had this storyline, right? You can't wear this storyline. And, and that was framed as it's an Islamic thing. We kind of later discovered, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, maybe it's just a part of Egypt and a certain, you know, whatever. Um, but I guess, like, we didn't quite, like, I didn't question that. as a, a, I have my own thoughts and my own perspectives on things, but then I'm like, okay, he's a Muslim man, this is kind of how it is, and, like, she perhaps needs to flex a little bit, given that she's living in this culture. Why can't I feel the same way about South Africa is it because it's not a religion it it, it but then he, he is of quite a, a strong and orthodox religion isn't he as well very right yeah so because he's JW right mm-hmm. so why was I like I wasn't okay with Mahmoud particularly but I understood it maybe okay why do I not understand it here and it is interesting is it because he's white I, I just don't know and that might make me question certain kind of belief constructs that I have and and maybe I'm not okay with that hypocrisy that goes on in my own head actually well I'm more concerned with the fact that the place that they're shopping in and <laughs> and granted you know I don't know what's around there I don't know what's available but if I had to describe the look that they're going for and presenting it's like it's my South African aunt Gail, <laughs> who wears exactly those clothes. Yeah. It's, those are not the clothes for a woman of her age. Uh, it's, it's like, this is what my mother wears, right? It's weird. I was going to go further than that and okay. say, if you happened to be a woman, let's say 55, or older, depending on your your dress sense, um, and you had been to a hen party the night before, you've got to go to a wedding on the day, but you already wore your dress last night because your luggage got stolen or whatever, boy, have we got news for you. Not only can you get your fascinator here, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you're not allowed to wear your fascinator. You're not allowed to wear it, but you can. Uh, you can get your bolero jacket. Mm-hmm. You can get your overly pleated polyester dress. You can get your pashmina <laughs> for when it gets a little chilly. Can get a little chilly at night. You can get your sassy clacky mules. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, for you to kick off on mm-hmm. the dance mm-hmm. floor. Yep. That aren't going to rip your tights. You can get your costume jewelry, which is sold by weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have three pounds of bangles. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, that's them two. Uh, Kenny and Armando, Mexico City. I didn't think that Kenny and Armando had anything left to give me. I was wrong. And th- look, don't get me wrong, I adore Kenny and Armando. I was just like, too. Th- that storyline has reached its natural conclusion. Of course, no storyline reached its natural conclusion. What I fail to realise is, like, there are layers of trauma that are yet to be um developed there and what presented itself initially as armando's just being a little bit difficult and not particularly understanding of this like all of a sudden it's like wow wow um that all makes total sense this whole shall we move to the city i was like oh like i'm not buying this as a storyline they've already decided and they just needed some reason to be on the screen now i'm like oh shit they didn't just need a read this is proper stuff this is all proper stuff yeah this is like the next chapter of what we thought was quite a simple story of a guy coming out this is what happens after you come out and like the truth and reconciliation phase of that it was hard to watch but we all felt at the time when they got married like is this really enough just that he was grateful for his dad showing up at that wedding? And I remember thinking at the time, this is the happy ending? And it's like, nah, nah, because it ain't done. No, um, and again, I don't, I don't want to speak about something that I have no real understanding of, or no, I understand it, of course, as, as an empathetic human. Um, for his mother to center herself in this narrative. Um, A lot of people have complained that, oh, why did you have this conversation in front of Hannah? First of all, this was not a staged conversation. Really didn't seem it. Secondly, and I might be in the minority here and I don't care, for her to watch her father stand up for himself like that I think is going to resonate with her. I don't think she will ever forget that. And I think it will hold her in good stead in the future. Mm. And I think she... Because I think if he or Kenny ever behaves in that kind of way towards her, like now they would want her in the future to do what Armando is doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They've taught her an almost priceless life lesson there. Right. Like just because someone is your parent doesn't mean they own you or that you owe them anything right it's their choice to have you or not to have you right you had no i don't mean this in a teenage i didn't ask to be born but like there isn't a price that you pay back for someone raising you that is not the deal um correct yeah you don't you don't owe your parents anything with your spouse, it's a little bit different 
because it's a partnership that you enter voluntarily. And you agree the terms of it. And you you agree the terms. But if if it's the case that a child and a parent agree the terms, well, that's that would never hold in a court of law because you're agreeing those terms when you're like three years old. You're in no fucking position to negotiate, right? Oh, would that we could... <laughs> anyway, gave anyway. me major season two, episode six of The Bear Vibes. Ooh. Yeah, we'll we'll address that. Quite an incredible scene. Quite an incredible scene. I didn't think there was more to be seen from Armando, but he's a bit of a hero to me. And and the composure. Absolutely. The composure that guy can exhibit is just... If I were Kenny, I'd fall in love with him too. That is a guy you want in Mm -hmm. your life. Yep. Uh, Brandan and Mary... I haven't had a chance. We have never discussed them. Do you know that? Uh, I don't think. We might have done the first episode. But that was before we learned about his abrandament issues. Right. So I've never had to had the chance to use the line abrandament issues. I don't... I. And now it doesn't seem so relevant. <laughs> I, I don't have anything novel to say apart from the fact that I think that Brand Brandan is getting uh, an unfairly kind edit here because it takes mm-hmm. two people to create a relationship like this. I'm not saying that there are that there's no such thing as coercive control or anything like that. I I I'm not victim blaming at all. What I mean is a relationship like this cannot exist between two people like these two without him instigating some of it i don't believe that oh god it's not it's not one-sided having said that they both i mean we're both pretty sure there's trauma i mean there's definitely trauma on both sides like so he has yeah we know about his he has his abrandament issues Mm -hmm. right but so does she and this isn't reference she lives with her grandparents uh-huh. Right, I don't know. We don't know why that is. It has not been explained. Is it that the parents have to work elsewhere? In which case, still abandoned. You know, it's still going to affect a child. Um, is it something significantly more sinister? And I gotta say, as this storyline goes on, I feel like it may well be something more sinister. I am concerned, and and I'm not making any generalizations here this is this is my theory okay Mm -hmm. so if you don't agree with this theory that is fine and Mm -hmm. if you think i'm overstepping that's also fine trigger warning uh applies here sexual abuse um so skip forward about 30 seconds if if you'd rather not hear about this i think that mary was relocated away from a male relative who was abusing her. I don't know who that male relative was, but I think that's why she is where she is and not living with her parents. It is my hunch. And she's she's exhibiting many behaviors that are endemic in survivors of child abuse. Right. And um, as much as certain traits of hers annoy me, Mm -hmm. I understand that while they're not an excuse necessarily there's an explanation for it there you go right 
But but that works on both sides. That's the thing. So I, I think you have two people that have actually had, I suspect, very harrowing upbringings. Together, they could heal and get past those. What worries me is that the whole relationship is manifestation of trauma on both sides. Yeah, that's and, right. And if they heal that trauma in some way, there is nothing left of the relationship. Well, all Without their... the coercive control, I don't, what is that? Well, what they thrive on is control. and right. And if they reconcile that and sort that out, what is that? Well... They're not going to reconcile it and sort it out, <laughs> at least not for another 10 years, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, and realistically speaking, they're probably going to have lots of children too. But guess yeah. what you cannot do is control children. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, yeah, I think that's when a lot of controlling people really start to spin out is when they recognize that they don't, have ownership or control of their own children yeah it, it's hard isn't it because you want to say well you both need like 10 years of very very deep work before you can ever hope to be in a sustainable relationship but that's saying to people who have trauma that you have to be alone and and i don't really want to say that i'm just saying okay look at this relationship this is the kind of thing you're gonna have until you work that out but you know Give it a crack. <laughs> I think... But it ain't working. Anne Patchett, who is one of my favorite authors, said it best. She got divorced, as I did, at a very young age uh, from her first husband. I'm paraphrasing here, but she said that she realized that he was not someone who made her want to be a better person. And that's a really good reason mm. not to want to continue... To be with someone. Yeah. Because that says a lot. You need to be with somebody. You, as much as, um, and I I know I haven't said this on the podcast, but I don't think I mention enough how much of my recovery or healing or desire to keep going is inspired and enabled and driven by your refusal to give up on me. Well, you know, it's people listening, guy. (laughs) (laughs) This is so, this is the most un-British thing we've ever done. Yeah, they they like it when you Say nice things. No, when you snap at me, they're they're not. <laughs> they are not here for you. Um, but it but look, hey, it, it it works both ways. That's the thing. Like, you make me want to be better, and and even more than that, I am better. I am proud of the change that I have gone through over the last five years, which could not would not have happened without you i am i can put my hand on my heart and say i am a better person husband father and friend with you than i would have ever had hope of being without you um i i like myself now and i don't think i could have really said that that much before you know there wasn't any me to like before you particularly so hey what's two ways 
let's uh, <clears throat> thank you for that. Uh, that has been noted and uh, taken on board. Um, let's talk about Danielle and Johan. Uh, love Danielle's friends. They are the new Debbie and Reina. Yeah. In my estimation. They really are. I just want them to drink more. Mm. <laughs> That's all, right? One of them needs to choose which one is always going to have the glass wobbling in their hand. That's true. Like, choose that and then absolutely you can be part of my life forever. I, I almost, if they're in it that consistently, I'm almost okay for them to stay on this show. And I really didn't want them to stay on this show. Same. But these friends are a gold. They're great. I mean... And he's kind of gold too. And like, I've always been vaguely on his side. It's just, it's hard. He's got such a lovely smile. He really does. He really does though, right? He really does. <sighs> it, it's also hard not to be on his side when the alternative is so very <laughs> hard to take. Yeah. And if she had... Now, we've talked about... I, I don't want to be a hypocrite here and say that a woman should be less confident or a woman should show more humility. Um, I don't think that that applies <laughs> in this case, well. partly because she says things like, I wouldn't be able to get my kids involved in sports or art classes or because they don't have sports in the dominican republic no last time i checked uh <laughs> it's called major league baseball wow. and uh yeah. there are more than a handful of dominican players who come from dr all kids do in, 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 look, again, I, I'll be careful with, you know, those parts of the world and the stuff. But, like, it's normal for kids to spend all day outside playing sport with their mates, right? They go out, they might come in for dinner, they go out again, you hardly see them, right? And, 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 and it's, it's that way, to be honest, in this country, outside of certain major metropolitan areas, that is just fucking normal. So, like, trust me, your kids, they might not go to, like, the soccer clubs that you're used to, but they'll fucking play soccer, you know? Um, it's It was such a weird thing for her to say. It was so weird. I wouldn't say weird. I would say tone deaf yeah. and elitist. They do have things in other countries, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't accept that. Um, Gizmo. Gizmo, I accept, and... I just resent the fact that she has what, to my eyes, may be the perfect dog. Sorry, Tick. Sorry, Inky. That dog is so cute. That dog cute. is so cute. So right. cute. So, uh, last but certainly not least, let's talk about Kimberly and TJ. And TJ's brother... Wow. Wow. The the sharp objectsness, the the southern gothicness of this story never fails to ricochet throughout 
the streets of Jaipur for me. <laughs> um, Kimberly is, I, I'm starting to think that her spirit guides are not guides. I think they're sort of lying. Do you think they're evil demons? I, look, I would not go that far, okay? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure demons you have to conjure. If anyone... Hey! Wh- what? Hasn't she? She seems the conjuring type. I don't know. Could she, not... could she have read the? She, I, could she have done a Candyman? Is all I'm saying. Did she just say something, not realizing what she said? You know, she she's read from the Necronomicon. Is that what it's called in the Evil Dead? Yeah. You know, she's thoughtlessly encanted something she shouldn't have encanted. Well, the thing about demons is they can be very persuasive, persuasive, persuasive even. Persuasive. Yeah. Um. Incidentally, if if you haven't watched a web series called Yacht Rock that was made in like the early 2000s, please go to YouTube. It was, I'm not going to go into where it came from, but it's just, anyway, that's where persuasive comes from or persuade if, uh, if you're curious. I thought it was Jane Austen. No, that's persuasion. (laughs) We don't know that she didn't say it that way. We don't. We don't. Because no one was alive back then. I mean, I'm... Sorry, people (laughs) were alive back then. Wow. They just haven't... That has changed my perspective on all of Austin's oeuvre. Made it to... Now it's all ghosts. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody did... uh, Anyway, we we digress. I'm saying that maybe there are... Now I'm a I'm a huge fan of Matt Mars Southern stories. Right. And I'm always um champing at the bit with excitement to get to the part uh where the story takes a hard left turn and either ends tragically or I always uh, bizarrely. Like the, I like the coders um to his stories that there'll be a story or take the heart and it ends sad but then he'll just he'll sprinkle these extra little tragedy um gummy bears on top so it'll be like and she died and she was in a fire and that person self-combusted and there'll just be this extra little but passed over very quickly it's good yeah or um or like her stepbrother still mows my cousin's lawn. <laughs> yeah, but then it'll be like mowed over the cat. And then just moves on. Delicious. Um, yeah, so I think I think Kimberly uh got her wires crossed mediumship wise. And I'm not I'm not mocking it. This is something that as some of you know, I I Right. I read the tarot. I don't identify as as a psychic, unless I'm doing it commercially, and then you kind of have to, but I try to explain it in a different way. But she's more scarevoyant than clairvoyant. Uh, she is more scarevoyant than clairvoyant. There's, I guess my biggest question is, like, does she have one... It Are the spirit guides like a staff? 
Like, does she have one who advises her on travel? Is there another one who specializes in relationships? Or does everybody do everything? Because I think, I think you could argue that, I think you could do the, you know, the whole a camel is a horse designed by committee argument where maybe she's just getting too many opinions. I think it's the other way around. I think they're short-staffed. I think, you know, you can't get the staff in the spirit realm. I think it's all been delegated to an intern that's completely out of their depth. So you think... We never question that, right? Whether like our spirit guides are actually qualified for the job. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that's how they get there. Mm. But we've already established that she maybe had some wrongins slip in there, giving her bad advice. Well, just an incompetent. I, I mean, it's why is it not possible to have a completely incompetent spirit do you, guide? Do you think she has like? Do you think she's got a Janet sort of saying no? These building regulations are completely wrong. No, I, I do. Th- I do think there's a health and safety officer who has become her spirit guide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's really hung up on the the completely the wrong things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's pointing out all these faults. She's getting really mad. So maybe maybe it isn't. I for one, you know, I I'm a. I think I can say I'm a Londoner now because I've lived here for more than a decade. But and maybe it's because you're a Londoner that you love London town and not Scotland. Barking in the walls. It's all right. I was going to contribute something, but you've you've skewered me yet again. God so damn let's, it! That's fine. Oh no, um, I'm ballsed up. Can we go back to where you were saying lovely things about me? Probably not. They're so easily forgotten. I know. Um, Garlic. <laughs> Cousin Dan did a deep dive. Now, I don't know uh, whether what specific religion um, TJ and his family follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, garlic is a no-no generally generally speaking but particularly during festivals and holiday periods okay so a comparison that i will bring to the table Mm -hmm. you see where it's not been particularly expanded i just need someone to say on camera he's built the apartment above the house for them but it doesn't have a kitchen I don't see that it has its own kitchen. No, but I just need... I, if that was said, I didn't hear it said. I just want it very, very clear. Hang right? on. Hang on. Let me ask one of her spirit guides, okay? Okay. Yeah, they don't have their own kitchen. <laughs> okay, fine. But, but it's compounded by the fact that uh, she's expected to do all the cooking for the family once she marries into the family. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm, yeah. Again, could be getting my wires crossed. Yeah, again, do you? who were you speaking to? Did they show their credentials? Because if you got the info... Oh, yeah. um, if, if I were to live in the house of an Orthodox Jewish family mm-hmm. and I wanted bacon, I would go for takeout and get my bacon out of the house. I wouldn't bring my bacon into their kitchen and cook my bacon. That would be unbelievably disrespectful. Yeah. It's their kitchen. 
Now, the point is whether she ever agreed to share a kitchen under those circumstances and whether he said to her, we'll have our own apartment, it's going to have its own kitchen. And now she's discovered, oh shit, I've got to follow cash route, you know, the Indian equivalent. Do you know what I mean? Because I can see that's a bit of a fucker, right? But even though it's a bit of a fucker, you give things up due to other people's like religious sensibilities, don't you? Don't you? Well, I expect people not to bring pork into our house out of respect, but... It's just weird. Yeah. That, that you couldn't go, oh, yeah, they don't. Okay, so that's fine. It's not the end of the world. And like, I'll eat it out of the house. Like, even what's his name on um, Inmate to Roommate? <laughs> Do you remember? He hit... Oh, God. <laughs> he hit his meat. No, that's bad. That's, that's <laughs> but that's really what she bad. wants. She is basically the same. She's going to have her garlic hidden behind the air conditioner vents. Why do you need garlic that bad? <laughs> no, look. Okay. David, was that his name? I, Meet David. I think so. Yeah. Um, what a show that was. More of that, please. Yeah. I Look, uh, I think that when you understand when you're moving to India unless there's an explicit agreement otherwise and unless you've spoken to your intended and said hey I'm happy to move to where you are I'm not going to follow any of your customs or traditions nor will I be uh, adhering to the social hierarchies now, in your society the on, the only wrinkle and you absolutely right the only wrinkle on that is that that may well have happened because he has exhibited what this show is now teaching me i'm sure it's bullshit it's teaching me as a male indian trait <laughs> which is um appeasement seems to be the way that so far, we've had three Indian men have all behaved in a kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. It's absolutely taken care of. It's completely fine. And then when it comes to it, it's like, that is not fine. Right? Because we've seen that now from three Indian men. That's all. Yeah. And, and Again, like a, a huge, huge country, many different Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's why I'm saying, you know, absolutely ridiculous. Like, a sample size of that is not, like, in data terms, particularly secure. Um but it is possible in his case that he did say all of that and now he's completely reneging on it, which is one of the reasons that she's so cross. That's all. I said, because if that isn't the case, then she is crazed. And that's the way the show has chosen to present her. But maybe they left out all the stuff where he said, it's not a problem, we'll have her own kitchen, it's absolutely fine. Because we have seen that with, like, Submit before and what's his name in. Sure, yeah. and I and I could support that what i or defend it rather what i find indefensible is the way that she speaks to other people as though yeah. her opinion is the only one that matters yeah. her voice is the only one that needs to be heard now should tj's brother i'm very sorry i don't remember his name should TJ's brother have called her stupid? No, he shouldn't have. Should he have lost his temper with her? Uh, not a great idea. But she actually doesn't... Even in America, I wouldn't 
endorse her speaking to him that way. No. Or any member of TJ's family or TJ. It's hard, though, because we encourage people to speak up and, and express their needs and their thoughts and everything, right? And be upfront with it. So it's it's kind of challenging, isn't it, when you actually see what that can sometimes look like and go, oh, it's a bit much. But why does she go from... I And I... Yes, I agree. But... She's just setting boundaries. Is she setting boundaries or... or is she like taking a sledgehammer I know. to every wall rather than checking to see whether there's a door there first? Once again, if this relationship isn't what you want, don't be in it. <sighs> Which is kind of like the whole fucking motto for the franchise. <laughs> so yeah. what am I even saying? All right. Well, I it is getting very hot in here. Certainly is. I have trouble regulating my temperature so i'm going to make a positive choice for my health <laughs> that may not affect you personally listener in in any way shape or form wow anyway um see you soon and robin's going to close out the show because i am too warm to well i'm do not that. they don't need me closing it out i'll go see you soon as well see you soon Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.